Hello, and welcome to The Redesign, a podcast in which we create the very best versions of everyday things. I'm Tom. I've been called Eric in the past and the present and probably the future, probably. I mean, probably. Maybe. So last time we revolutionized the breakfast industry with Breakfast 2.0, move over, Captain Crunch. It's time for The Breakfast Butler. You've been mutinied. I mean, I'm I'm slurping on that good good slurry right now. It oh, is yeah. very good. The flavor oh. is indescribable. <laughs> so, uh breakfast done. And uh folks, if you know what we do here at the redesign, we're very concerned with how people spend their time and and live their life. I know I am. Uh I mean, that's that's our whole jam. And yeah. Something that I really like is is getting out away from city life, enjoying the the unsullied majesty that is the wild spaces that nature has to offer. And if if I'm out there, I'm probably camping. And if you know camping, you know it's pretty much garbage. Uh, so our project today is <laughs> to create the pinnacle of the camping experience with Tent 2.0. Whoa. So let's pitch that, some ideas. That's intense. So, I mean... Let's let's start from the from the obvious starting place. Uh, setting yes. up a tent is not good. It's the worst. It's it the is. worst. I would rather. I would much much rather not set up a tent. Mm-hmm. In terms of things I would do, not setting up a tent comes in way higher than it, setting it, up a tent. It ranks above setting it up. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that. Um, it, it, most tents use those sort of snap together poles that you have to thread through sort of the infrastructure of the tent yep. and it's not clear which way it goes. And every time you need to like sort of re-decode the, the tent structure and it's mm-hmm. just, it's, mm-hmm. it's a bad time. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. I'm picturing it now and I'm just getting frustrated. Mm-hmm. It's really annoying. And I think yeah. where we can improve on that, um, is is to make you know first off the the setup experience just much more enjoyable and much less stressful yeah yeah i mean you want you want to you want it to you're you are crafting a home mm-hmm. and really you know you don't want your first moments with your new home you're, it's a temporary home but it's a home nonetheless and you don't want your first moments uh, of it to be you know tainted mm-hmm. by a bad mm-hmm. experience yeah, you want to feel good about about stepping into that tent, not like, oh, finally, I've I've set this up. Now I'm going to collapse in a yeah. in a sweaty heap in this stupid tent. Exactly, exactly. You want to love your tent. That's just it. And so I think we need basically almost a a push button operation for for setup. Oh yeah, like an like an umbrella. Umbrellas can do it. Umbrellas have been doing this for for you know you know centuries. I'm assuming mm-hmm. uh, the the one button press to open and and close that's so i i think that the way that works is you know it's a, it's all spring loaded mm-hmm. um and yeah like that would be that would be amazing agree and and i think uh i mean what is a tent really but just a very big umbrella that goes all the way to the ground you are onto something man this is amazing so you're you're basically you know you you figure out um where you want to put your tent and you mm-hmm. stand in the middle of it mm-hmm. with this like really big bulky pole mm-hmm. and then you just hit the button and it just whips out like all the all the um the arms just kind of whip out and uh it has the the membrane in between 
mm-hmm. and uh yeah that's it like that's it you're done well this has been the redesign <laughs> <laughs> No, I, 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 I think that's very good. What I'm worried about in that instance is, um, you know, I think because it's amazing. I mean, it's really good. But as always, my concern is uh, personal safety. Right. Yeah. And um, where where I have a concern is that I have injured myself with a normal umbrella. You know, it, it's sort of pokey. You could accidentally yes. like hit yourself in the face as it's expanding. True. True. Um, you know, I'm, I'm wondering, like, I think that the mechanism of the umbrella is very good uh, in terms of, of the model to follow. I'm wondering if we have something more safety conscious than sort of a, a spring-loaded metal armature inside, mm-hmm. uh, but perhaps use uh, uh, a bit of biomimicry in this case and think more about a, a, an undersea creature, for instance, um, where oh. in, instead of like a, a metal pole system, we almost have a system of... Uh, I want to say like inflatable bladders. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, so like, how would the bladders? So, like, would it be like um, each 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 bladder is like I'm gonna. This is gonna be great because we're gonna say bladder like a million times. Uh, each bladder is um, is like a like a brick, and then you kind of igloo it out. Is that is that what it kind of looks like? So you make a dome out of these things. I mean. No, <laughs> no. Like in, instead of the poles, it's 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 instead like a, a rigid, sort of inflatable tube that takes the place of the, of the of the metal piece that would have oh, been there. Okay. So the okay. the tent sort of uh, assembles around a skeleton of of essentially fluid filled bones. Oh, I see. Okay. I not, understand. Not, not bladders in the traditional organ sense. Right, right. <laughs> the uh this is like Jacob's bladder. Um <laughs> so the okay, so so it's um instead of like hard, pokey, sharp things, it's like less hard, less pokey things that are kind of hydraulically um, you know, uh it, it enabled, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. Right. Um, that's, it's, a it's a good idea. Perhaps one of our more phallic ideas, but, um, a good one. Certainly. Nonetheless. I yes. mean, I don't want to shy away from, um, sort of uses of technology just because they, they might be a little phallic. Right. And I yeah. mean, you know, yeah. I, I think that's something we can deal with in terms of, of, uh, how we, how we frame this in marketing. Like, yeah, you just slap an age restriction on it and. That's that's fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I think the the one of the other experiences of a tent um, is that generally they're just sort of a a. I mean, they're a tent shape, and and that's pretty boring. Yeah. Like it's sort of a just uh, a, a a squared off cone. It's so utilitarian. Yeah, and I think I mean, if if. Exactly to your point. If if this is a temporary home, mm-hmm. um, I want it to feel like it's it's suited to me. Like I've I've really invested part of myself into this home, and that it reflects, you know, myself as a person. And I think the fact that every tent looks like a tent yeah. really defeats that that purpose. Yeah, yeah. It's it's you want something that will uh, showcase your your intent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And if the Macy's um, parade has taught us anything, it's that um, like hollow structures can take whatever form mm-hmm. you want. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it could it could be anything. Like maybe maybe your tent as the ultimate representation of you um, is created from a 3D model of you. So it's just this inflatable version of you that you kind of just sleep inside. It's it's a it's a metaphor. It is a metaphor and a and a good one, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. There's there's a lot of sort of very, you know, it feels very literary to me, which I like. It's like like the man inside me. Now that said, I feel as though the general shape of a person doesn't lend itself super well to you know sleeping accommodations and and so on unless unless go on unless it is it's like a shell that envelops you well i mean i yeah yeah i think i think we've kind of done that yeah, already that's true that's yeah. true actually i'm, I'm yeah. and i'm thinking like generally you're not just camping by yourself um, right right you know usually there's there's at least a few people in there and i think maybe as as part of the ordering process i like very much the idea um that you floated around 3d scanning Mm -hmm. um but what if as as something you know a, a slight nod to the fact that this has to be inhabitable and and uh have a certain volume to it uh that needs to be usable what if it was just your head oh now you're thinking yeah the old the old dome yeah exactly yeah yeah that's that's uh yeah so like uh your your head like i mean there there are natural you know um ingress and egress points to a head uh-huh. um you would like i guess the the simplest thing would be you would enter you know through through the mouth yep and that would be like the a good opening and closing mechanism like uh, good structure for that mm-hmm. um yeah and then and then like how how big are you thinking this head is i mean if we're if we're thinking that it has to sleep uh at least uh you know uh, say two people sure. um you know probably probably sort of about i don't know uh, maybe sort of eight feet to a to a side yeah yeah um, well, it's a head, so so it would be like you know a di- diameter, di- diameter wise, maybe like ten feet, sure, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that that would be that's a big head. It's a big head. Um, I don't want to to um, praise it too much, such that I you know give give you a big head. But yeah, the I think I think getting in and out of this head. So I I think. One of the concerns I have is is um, if it's a one head serving multiple people, whose head is it? <laughs> do you think um, Do you think that's going to become sort of a contentious issue? I think it might. I I think you know, um, if if you know if you're talking about you know like who's wearing the pants in this relationship, it's like you know whose whose head is are we inside? Yeah. Yeah. Um so I think there's like a, a sort of uh implicit statement of of um of dominance um 
if you if your head is the head now um to that end like if if you know that it's like the same couple of people who are going to be using this tent um you could just take you know when you're initially scanning the thing you could just take a, a morph of of both mm-hmm. both people's mm-hmm. uh, faces and heads um and it could just be like a hybrid head uh thing and that would be really nice that would be really um very very equal uh, you're you're sharing in um this headspace yeah um uh like put a pin in that in terms of uh marketing and branding that sounds painful yeah i mean not not literally because okay. it's you know um but but headspace i like that very much mm-hmm. now now i think the the alternative here uh is to just split it right up the middle oh yeah yeah if you're if you you know okay well you know me and and my significant other are are going camping so let's scan half of my head and half of their head and Mm -hmm. uh and we'll just have this sort of you know uh, this this uh tent that that is equally both of us yeah yeah that that's a that's definitely another way to to slice it um the you could do the i wonder but i wonder if that lends itself to a um like like kind of like drawing a line in the middle and it's like all your stuff is on this side and all my stuff is on this side but maybe maybe that actually helps with um you know kind of uh, an intimacy of like crossing over into the other person's headspace mm-hmm. um and then you're you're truly sharing in in each other in each other's um hospitality yeah, I think I mean there's definitely a, a psychological aspect to this mm-hmm. that um, I I actually really like. I think you know it doesn't surface with with normal tent 1.0 because it's just a, a, an extremely utilitarian kind of um, product. Whereas yeah. whereas tent 2.0, I think is is kind of about relationship building. It is. I think so too. Um, I thought of something funny. Mm-hmm. Um, if if you're occupying, if it's split like down the middle, uh, as as I think we're both imagining, um, it would be very funny if uh, and and you know like um, also team building and relationship building, if um, whatever whatever like aspects of the tent you can control. Maybe we have amenities we haven't gotten there yet, but um, if the person on one side of the tent could only control the things on the other side of the tent so mm. as to simulate the uh you know corpus callosum mm-hmm. uh kind of relationship between two sides of the inside of your head yeah that would I, be very interesting and then and then you would have to you would have to communicate in order to get anything done in the tent yeah i i, I think that's very nice because it means that the the person that you're you're you know camping with you have to you have to like talk to them and see how they're feeling like are they are they too warm well okay let me let me open the the nostril on your side exactly mm-hmm. precisely yeah that's this very is, nice this is yeah i'm 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 feeling good about that and i mean i think what this does is really almost builds a, a sort of community as well if you if you're thinking about the larger context of a campground and it's just all these um sort of head set up amongst the trees mm-hmm. like you're sort of walking amongst a, a community of of other campers and you can really sort of see oh like oh it's it's exactly these people uh split up the middle and uh there, there's something really nice about that yeah i think so too 
Um, and like, you know, uh, I'm wondering about the, the potential for, you know, um, people like getting to know other, other tent dwellers, um, if they want to have like a party or something, uh, you could just kind of move the tents, um, such that the, the entrances, um, which are the mouths are kind of like, you know, uh, adjacent Mm -hmm. and then you could have like a, a doubly large tent, um, that is connected by, you know, like by the two entrances. And that would be like another way to, to promote intimacy between groups of people. That's really nice. It is really nice. And I think you've, you've, um, sort of hit on one of the other aspects of, of camping that I wanted to talk about, which is that once you've sort of staked down your tent, it's, it's pretty much in place. Like you're not going to move it for the duration of your, uh, your, your camp. Right. And, you know, that's, that's not necessarily, I think, a, a good experience either. Like, what if I want to have a better view out into nature or I decide, like, the wind is blowing a certain way so I want to sort of reorient my tent? Um, I think mobility is mm-hmm. not necessarily often considered in, in terms of tent design. And given that we have sort of this this pretty flexible sort of skeletal system inside these these inflatable heads mm-hmm. i think you know we can we can think about some kind of mechanism um to to allow us to uh have a bit more motion and and mobility than than a tent 1.0 would have i wonder if if we can make this thing light enough um we could actually <laughs> this is great um we could actually have it such that um, if the if the if it's a head um, that kind of ends up at the neck, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and if you could just be inside the tent and then just like grab these uh, handles or whatever, and and just hoist it up, and like you could carry it on your shoulders as if you're portaging. Mm-hmm. Um, you just carry that that this giant head on your shoulders and walk around with it. Um, and, and that would kind of just like double down on this, on the metaphor of the head. Um, and you, you just kind of walking around with a, with a giant head on your shoulders and that would be, that would be how you get around. Yeah. I, I like this very much. It's, it's like, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's again, the sort of that, that performative aspect, which I love and it's exactly. sort of, you know, harking back to the, the. Uh, like the SD version that you can activate in some video games. Right. Yeah, exactly. Where it's like the, just, just the big giant head. Yeah. Big head, big head mode. Yeah. I I like that very much. And I think, uh, you know, it, it, the, the beauty of that is that it doesn't rely on complicated systems um, in the uh, neck stump area, but just sort of a, a flap that where you can, where you can sort of put your body through it and, and just carry the thing around manually. And I think there again, uh, given that we're that we're camping and we want that connection with nature, exactly. It's it's very much that that sort of connection with self. We're not relying on a, on a machine to move this giant inflatable head around, but just our own bodies. Yeah, it's it's going back to basics in in a big way. And and I wonder, like, I mean, uh, thinking back to previous products, um, the Rollerblades 2.0 with mm-hmm. with uh, infinite the infinite feet version. Yep, that would be that would be like a, a good addition to this, I think. Yeah, I think I mean, you know, I don't want to um, 
disallow anyone from from enjoying tent 2.0 if you're if you're perhaps an older person or a person with reduced mobility like mm-hmm. you should you should still be able to get out there and i think this is exactly the kind of add-on um just a a you know a, a fractal web of feet at the bottom mm-hmm. of this thing could be another option absolutely yeah so um I, i'm feeling really good about this the the thing um that that i also wanted to touch on is is sort of the the end of the camping experience and i can i can speak from experience in this particular um situation there's nothing worse than than taking it down a tent like really early in the morning oh yeah it's somehow always raining (laughs) you know it's it's dark potentially you've got to leave the campground early because you've got a long drive ahead of you and um it's it's the worst and i think there's there's got to be an easier way and given the the nature of uh of tent 2.0 is that it's made from a a 3d scan of of your head and Mm -hmm. your your friend or partner's head um i'm wondering if this is actually sort of a monetization strategy for us in that every time you go camping you know maybe you've You've got a new haircut. You've you've grown a beard. You're you've lost some weight. Whatever. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. really want your tent to reflect the the temporal nature of yourself. You don't want to use the, the 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 head from last year. That's right. Yeah, you're right. So I think perhaps a like a really quick and environmentally sound disposal option when you're ready to to leave the campground. Uh, is really appealing rather than having to like fold this thing all up and and bundle it into the car yeah if it can somehow uh be left there or or have a uh, sort of self-disposal function i think that would be really attractive yeah and and if it's biodegradable uh it it would just return to the earth you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah um i wonder so so uh materials are important um, I think there there are plenty of plastic like um, biodegradable materials that that exist that we could uh, we could leverage here. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I I, I wonder if uh, the the time frame um, of like leaving it there. I, I if you're in a remote part that's you know like not not super heavily uh, trafficked. Um, if it if it lasted like a few months or something you could just leave it there as a as a temporary marker of of your experience there yeah um it's kind of like a an a less destructive you know um person was here kind of thing so instead of carving it into into a tree and harming the tree um you would just leave your your head tent there and maybe you maybe you recognize a celebrity maybe sting was here yep Yep, in I this, think there's something to that. I don't and know why I went to Sting. Like Sting, uh, I mean, someone, someone call the police. <laughs> but yeah, I I think in in a more remote area that would work really well. And it's sort of you can almost uh, visualize the history of the campground. Yes. By by seeing you know the the left behind abandoned heads of of previous campers. Yeah, absolutely. And you, you, I can imagine, you know, like, you know, uh, cresting over a hill and just like looking out and seeing all of these, these, uh, like head tents of, of yesteryear. Mm -hmm. So where this, I think maybe doesn't work so well is, is perhaps in your more highly trafficked campgrounds. Yeah, I was thinking that. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So I wonder I wonder if like if we're if we're inflating the things uh if if they're partially deflated it doesn't like change the the structure of the head. So maybe it just makes a head that's like you know a tenth of the size and you can just kind of put it in the corner mm-hmm. of the campground. Mhm. That's certainly something. Mhm. Because if, you know it will obviously take up much less space and you can just sort of move all these um normal size human head sized heads yes off to the side and that's obviously very con- you know it's it's convenient it's a little rogues gallery yeah and you can just kind of have them hanging out with you while you're while you're camping which is sort of nice yeah that's great i i like that very much i think that's really reassuring to just know that a bunch of other people uh camped where you camped and and had a nice time and and you've just got their heads lined up sort of along the perimeter of your campground yeah it's a shared experience what i'm thinking is you know maybe people want the the campground or the the particular camping spot to themselves i'm wondering if a a a service that we can offer at at sort of highly trafficked campgrounds is is almost like a, a head corral oh yeah where people could could put these things and it's just you know that's that's where all the heads go uh, when when they're not being used or when they've when they've used up their their sort of life cycle. Yeah, absolutely. Um, like it could be uh, just just like a, a fenced off area where all the heads could just like you know um, go back to the earth in peace. Yeah, and I think again, if if you're sort of walking around the campground and communing with nature, and you come across um, this this. I guess sort of yard or or area full of sort of half deflated decomposing giant heads like there's something really nice about that. It's uh yeah, it's it's quite poignant. It's a little it's heady. Yeah, poetic in a way. Mhm. Poetic. And I think I mean from a from a monetization standpoint, that's very good for for us as well in that if if you're creating a new uh head scan and having a tent manufactured from it every year uh the the tent 2.0 industry is obviously going to be very healthy yeah yeah for sure for sure it's a it's a long-term strategic thing so i think um the the last piece of this is obviously the the marketing and branding piece i think Mm -hmm. like you know you you really nailed it with headspace i think that's great (laughs) yeah i'm just wondering if we have any uh sort of uh pithy taglines or or um suggested sort of branding pieces that we could attach to this to really just knock it out of the park um i i wonder if there's a cross-marketing opportunity with um the the cult classic film being john malkovich hmm. yeah it, it, it could just be like malkovich 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 something or maybe your name your name your name like you know uh insert name here sure i mean i think are. you know that would that wouldn't work in a traditional marketing sense but with yes. with digital marketing uh, Absolutely, we could, we could certainly do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm wondering. Uh, yeah, like those. If there's something uh, we could, we can make a lot of um, psych- psychiatric references to it. I'm not sure exactly what, but um, something where where the the experience of living inside one's head is is um, fully examined. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, like a ego ego tent or something. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think there's, I you know, I, I this hasn't been sort of polished up for release, but I think like you know, get inside your own head. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, Away we ego. Yep, that's really good. That's not bad. It's, it's not bad. 
it's not bad um yeah i i think there's there's a lot of this we've got a lot of uh sort of raw material for the for the hopper here um, i think so so we can we can ship all that down to to marketing and they they can take it from there but i think you know we've we've obviously done the hard work yeah 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 so yeah feeling feeling really good about this is there anything else you wanted to sort of um throw into the ring while we're while we're sort of wrapping this up um no i think uh i think we've just headed everything off at the pass great i i'm i'm really looking forward to this as you know uh, I'm, I'm going camping later this year and uh, I, I think the idea of of camping inside a a, a giant uh, hydraulic version of of my own head is is really appealing i, I can't wait to try it in. I would, yeah, I I would love, I would watch a, a short film of you experiencing that. Yeah, I think, I mean, especially the the experience of, of crawling in and out of, of my own giant mouth is, is going to be something. That's amazing. It's amazing. Yep. It's it's sort of like the miracle of, of life in, in miniature in a, in a sort of a way. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's how that works. That's that's exactly how that works, as I understand mm -hmm. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, what so great, great. We've done it. Um, Tent two point Ship it. If you have something you'd like uh, redesigned in our uh, unique fashion, we want to hear about it. You can find us online at theredesign.design or on Twitter at the Redesign Cast. Uh, if you know someone else who would enjoy our extremely serious podcast, please share it or leave a comment or rating or both on iTunes. It's very much appreciated. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time.